Coming up, we've got a few stats to share to illustrate Brad Sweet's dominance. Plus, we have results from last night's racing at Gaffney, news on another young driver making their USAC debut, and more. Let's go. Today is Wednesday, November 3rd, 2021. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. I'm going to kick off today's show with a few numbers for you to help illustrate this run of incredible performances we've seen from Brad Sweet over the last three or four seasons with the World of Outlaws. He's going to roll into World Finals on Thursday and officially claim the 2021 Series Championship. The specific Series Championship, I think, is one of the most difficult to win in all of motorsports. If you look at the numbers, only 10 guys have got it done in the last 44 seasons. With Sweet specifically, the numbers show a driver who is incredibly consistent and rarely off his game. A few of the more advanced stats I have in the analytics section of DirtTracker.com are top 5 and top 10 efficiency and top 5 and top 10 value finishes. The efficiency numbers show how often a driver is able to protect a good start, and the value stats show often uh, how often they can turn a suboptimal start into a good finish. In the efficiency categories, Sweet is at or near the top of both. Over the past four seasons, he's had 142 top five starts and 121 top five finishes in those races. That's an efficiency number of 85%. As for top tens, Sweet has 230 top 10 starts and 208 top 10 finishes in those races. That's good for a top 10 efficiency of over 90%. I have 275 total races in the database for Sweet, so just the fact that he's been able to start top 10 in more than 83.5% of those races is incredible. As for the value finish categories, Sweet has very solid numbers in both compared to his, uh, compared to his peers, but doesn't top either category. What's interesting though is he doesn't really need to be at the top of either of those categories. In those 275 outlaw races, he's only started outside the top 10 45 times. That is incredibly low. For comparison, Donnie Schatz has 70 starts outside the top 10. David Gravel also has 70. Carson Macedo has 79 in less races. Logan Schuhart has 117. And Sheldon Hodenshield has 105. Sweet hasn't, need to, uh, hasn't needed to make chicken salad out of chicken you-know-what at a high clip because he just doesn't start outside the top 10 very often. It's hard to beat a guy who damn near always starts in the top 10, and when he does, is able to protect his position all the way to the checkers. Oh yeah, and one more thing, he's got more wins over the last four years than anyone else. We'll have more on the Outlaws and World Finals on tomorrow's show. Cherokee Speedway down in Gaffney, South Carolina was in action last night with 410 sprint cars, super light models, and big block modifieds. They tried to piggyback off World Finals at Charlotte, which is only an hour away, but they were not able to draw a ton of cars for their 5,000 to win shows. I think actually the late model race was 7,500 to win also. I saw a few tweets last night that they got something like six modifieds, 13 sprint cars, and 15 or 16 late models for the race. Not super surprised by those numbers, and I saw a few folks talking about a few different reasons for the low car counts, including people and teams not knowing about the race and the pretty high entry fees. I also think the parts shortages combined with three days at Charlotte upcoming probably kept some teams away as well. No sense in risking equipment with World Finals on tap. I do follow Cherokee Speedway's social media, so I've been seeing their posts about this event for the last few weeks or so, but I don't know how much outreach they did to try and lure some of these other teams to that race. 
you weren't going to get any of the full-time World of Outlaws sprint car teams anyways. I'm pretty sure they wouldn't have been given permission to run. And it's important to remember a lot of the big block teams aren't professional organizations. A lot of those guys work other jobs. So it's going to be a tough sell to get those guys to come down early. Either way, though, they did have some cars and did put on racing for the fans in attendance. Billy Decker picked up the big block modified win in what was one of his final starts in the Gypsum Racing 91. If you might remember from a few weeks ago, John White is shutting down two of his three teams, including Decker's 91. Decker now heads to World Finals tied with Matt Williamson for second in the point standings and still looking for his first series win of the year. Sprint car field included Gio Selzy, Parker Price Miller, Shane Stewart, Danny Smith, and Zach Hampton, but it was Brent Marks grabbing the win in his first night out in the white car with new partner Alan Murray. PPM and Eric Riggins were the rest of the podium. In the late model show, Dalton Wilson held off multiple late race challenges from Brandon Overton to get the victory. Chris Madden and Ross Bales were also in attendance. Bales actually led early before he lost the drive shaft and went out of the race. If you're in the area today, there is no racing at World Finals, but the Carolina Micro Showdown continues at Millbridge if you'd like to see some actual racing. Some pretty big names will battle it out for $10,000 tonight. Trevor Klein leads Flight A event points over Ryan Timms, Brent Cruz, Buddy Kofoid, and NASCAR driver Brett Moffitt. Nick Drake tops Flight B over Tim Nye, Briggs Danner, Jared Kunkel, and Hunter Cohn. Also in the field are names like Sheldon Creed, Nick Hoffman, Christopher Bell, Gavin Boeschel, and Joe B. Miller. The program tonight will include four qualifier races, C's, B's, and then the 50-lap main event paying 10 grand. If you can't be there, you can watch it live on Dirt Vision. Elsewhere tonight, Lenny Batiki and Pierre Renz at the track are hosting a World Finals kickoff party at the Pavilion at Z-Max Dragway. That starts at 6.30 p.m. They'll have driver Q&As and live music through 10 p.m. You stop by and check it out. Lenny, uh, Lenny usually has a really solid group of drivers for this event with him on the stage. This event's kind of been in various forms in the past couple of years. Uh, it's, it's been at restaurants, it's been at bars, it's been at breweries, and this year obviously over at Z-Max. Z-Max is actually right next door to the dirt track if you are here. You've heard me talk about her on here before, but when the USAC Midgets begin their West Coast Swing next week at Arizona Speedway, Jade Avedesian will be making her series debut. Avedesian will com uh, campaign a third Chadbo Industries machine along with teammates Chris Windham and Ryan Timms. So far in 2021, she has 12 victories in a micro and has made 10 Power Eye Midget starts, including three top 10 finishes and a fifth at Lake Ozark in May. She's also a past winner at the Tulsa Shootout. Avedesian will run both nights at Arizona and then be in the field at the final seven USAC events in her home state of California. Those races will feature some stout competition between the USAC regulars and the strong contingent of West Coast races, plus guys like Kyle Larson. It'll be an awesome opportunity to get some experience against the best in the business. This final stretch of 2021 races for the USAC Midgets begins November 12th and 13th at Arizona Speedway. Every Wednesday, I like to spotlight the other dirt racing podcasts out there and let you know what and who you can hear on the various shows. This week, Wing Nation has Blake Hahn, Logan Schuhart, and Seth Bergman. Open Red has Wayne Johnson. Loud Pedal has the winner of the KKM Giveback Classic, Steven Snyder Jr. Stick Signals has episodes with Mike Fowler, Chris Arnold, and Chris Ferguson. The Rigsby Report has Dale McDowell. The Dirt from Knoxville has Ayrton Jenton, and there are new episodes of the Dirt Reporters, Dirt Nerds, Passing Points, and the Midwest Autosports Podcast. To see the full list of shows and episodes, hit up dirttracker.com slash podcasts. 
And there are two shows on the streaming schedule for today. Like I said, Duravision has night two of the Carolina Micro Showdown at Millbridge, and Flow Racing has Float 24-7. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Hope you have a good Wednesday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.